Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Pulse Headline News. Let's see. Can everyone hear me okay out there? Let's see. All right. Good deal. So we got some sound now. All right. Let's go ahead and roll into a song while everyone gets in the room, and let's do it. Thank you all for joining us here at the Pulse. with 
right, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Pulse Headline News. Let's just uh, make this easy. Tech difficulties everywhere. First of all, I welcome you all in the room. Text gal, seeker, Shelby, Jack, Rocky, Susie, Torres. Let's see who else we got in here. We've got uh, Abracadabra in here. We got, of course, my sidekick, Scott. Eric, welcome. Mr. A, welcome. Miss Dixie, welcome. The governor himself, Mr. Yancey. And Paul G, everybody, welcome to the show. Uh, sorry I couldn't get intros out and welcomes in the chat. I was uh, having some major difficulties here this morning. I don't know. I guess, uh, <laughs> what do you say? All I could say is, well, you know what? It's Monday. Feels like it, too. Scott, you with me there, brother? Let's let's make sure the rest of this stuff works. Here. I'm here. <laughs> you're starting out so 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 chipper this morning you know scott <laughs> how you doing this morning my brother i'm doing fine are you yeah well i'm i i can say that we have both had our had our uh technology challenges this morning mm. yeah. yeah you yeah. just weren't able to solve yours in time then no, mine was jacked and yours was fixed. <laughs> I go on and I'm like, huh? I'm dead. What's going on here? What's happening? <laughs> no music. Chat was working. You know, Annie J, welcome, girl. Good to see you. All right. You know what? Let's. I'm just going to just roll with it this morning. That's all we can do. Right, Scott? Just kind of roll with it. Whatever. And, uh, whatever. Jeez, I, I see you're, you, you are, you're chipper this morning. Uh, currently, all those here in the Denali Borough, it is currently seven degrees outside. Uh, it is sunny. Um, we're supposed to get some clouds coming in. Woohoo, seven degrees in the positives. Look out now. High of 15 today, low of minus eight tonight. Uh, going into tomorrow, high of 20, low of 12. They're calling for snow showers again. About 70%. That's right, Susie. Uh, just get ready for it. Wednesday, high of 24, low of 3, calling for snow showers again at about 70%. So it looks like our systems are starting to build up. Thursday, high of 23, low of minus 1. Going into Friday is when we start heating up. High of 28, low of 7. Saturday, 35 and a low of 12. All right. There's your uh, can, there's your quick weather update can, here for us. Can you can you repeat problem. that? I wasn't writing it down. Kiss my ass this morning. I tell oh, you. Well, I mean, that's your thing. <laughs> so you want a bunch of dudes kissing, uh, smooching on your butt. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's. Perfect. Taurus has beach weather. You know, I mean, it's in the positive, so we're in shorts and flip flops still. So we're all good. We're all good. Uh, Susan says, I'm done with snow. It needs to go somewhere else. Let's send it all to, uh, what do you say? We send it all to Florida. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. I get a response to that. I know who's in the room right now. Seeker. <laughs> welcome. Uh, Ninana Rick, welcome to the show as well. He says, no. <laughs> Let's see. Torrance, uh, Torres already put out their hoodie and shorts and fishnets. I'm comfortable. <laughs> Mr. A's sitting at 77. 
He's a happy camper. Uh, this show brought to you by the good people at Clear Sky Lodge and Ninana Repair. We got some new plugs to run this afternoon, so we'll do that at break. All right, Scott, you ready to roll with this thing? I don't even know if I've got my, hang on a sec. I guess I better see if this is open or not. Man. Okay. Yeah, we're good. We're good. I'm I'm good to do. Okay. Yeah, last message in there. Okay. We're solid. All right. You ready to roll through some news and get it going here? I don't have any news on Starship, unfortunately. <laughs> Je- Jefferson Starship? Jefferson Starship? We oh. built this city. <laughs> we you can't even sing it now <laughs> go man go you can do it come on yeah mm, no yeah nothing you got, you got nothing with that one huh <laughs> oh. I've, I've got i've got my opening story uh, do you yeah what do you got unfortunately um house oversight committee has subpoenaed numerous large banks uh on biden's family associates in a probe of their finances here it comes right we uh we actually kind of uh already looked at that and go it's coming i mean between that this 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 was already in play this has been right. in play since late January, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's only among the, uh, among the banks that were subpoenaed was Bank of America, Cathay Bank, JP Morgan Chase, HSBC, um, as well as the former Hunter Biden business associate, Merv Yan. And they are asking for all financial records. Right. So. Uh- since JP Morgan is in that one, I can't wait to see the next letter that comes out. Uh, Maybe I mean, he'll that that's not like the same company. <laughs> to be fair. I know. <laughs> yeah, it would see, be kind of funny though. Yeah, the the JP Morgan is like the most sheltered bank on earth. They've got right. they just like change a couple letters, you know, yeah. in their name. They got you got JP Morgan Chase, you have Chase Bank, you have JP right. Morgan. Yeah. You know, they just play with it. Yeah. Yeah. We know how they work. Chase Morgan, Morgan Chase. (laughs) PJ Morgan. Morgan. (laughs) (laughs) It could go on and on and on. (laughs) Pulse. Taurus says, who's Captain Morgan? Uh, Susie, do you know who Captain Morgan is? One of Susie's uh, favorite favorite drinks. Anyway, all right. What else you got going there? Uh, I've got a clip for you. Here we go. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and throw this out. This is a yeah. this is a straight from the lovely people at CNN. Oh, oh, this ought to be a peach. Can I say this that? This is actually a pretty good story to be. To is be it honest. really? Yeah, yeah. And they and they were the, okay. and the reason why I'm I'm doing their clip is because they. They kind of led the story, which is, okay. I mean, every once in a while, you know, these news media does news media. So it's surprising. <laughs> it happens uh, every well, now and then. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, it's, 
CNN. <laughs> what a bunch of crap. All right. I see the headline real or fake. Yeah. So, Here we go. so uh, <laughs> classified ahead, documents that appear to detail American national security secrets on Ukraine, the Middle East, yeah. and China have surfaced on social media sites. So mm, they're spreading the wealth, so to speak. Here we go. All right, let's go ahead and play that clip. It's about two minutes. Here we go. Now to the Pentagon, where officials are alarmed what appear to be screenshots of classified U.S. and NATO intelligence documents about the war in Ukraine are circulating online. The slides, some of which are labeled secret and top secret, appear to detail key information about Ukraine's military, information that would ultimately surely be useful to Russia as Ukraine prepares for its spring counteroffensive. There are different versions of these documents, some of which appear to have been doctored. CNN's Natasha Bertrand is at the Pentagon for us. And Natasha, do U.S. officials know who may have doctored uh, these slides? Well, Jake, the short answer is no. And the Pentagon is telling us that they have seen the reports of these, these images circulating on social media and they are reviewing the matter. But look, officials are telling us that they do believe that largely these images are authentic with a pretty big caveat, as you mentioned, that some of them do appear to have been doctored. Now, just to take a step back for a moment, these are images that appear to be photographs of documents that show classified information that has been compiled by the U.S. and NATO uh, about Ukraine's military capabilities as well as training and equipment plans for the Ukrainians ahead of their spring counteroffensive. Now, we have a tweet up on the screen here that shows a Wall Street Journal reporter kind of outlining the discrepancies, as I mentioned, in, in these documents, showing that some of them may have been doctored. An original document uh, uh, that appears to have been circulating online showed an accurate Pentagon assessment, we are told, of roughly 35 to 45,000 Russians that have been killed in action since the beginning of the war. However, that appears to have been doctored later on. We don't know yet by whom. However, you know, you have to consider who would, you know, be uh, have the advantage in in doctoring this to show the Russian casualty numbers as a lot lower. Now, the Pentagon is investigating whether there are additional documents circulating online that they are not aware of, and of course, how these documents got there in the first place. And we should note that the Ukrainians don't necessarily believe that these are particularly damaging, at least that is the statement and the, the image that they are portraying to us. A senior Ukrainian official in the president's office said that he actually believes that this is Russian disinformation and that these do not reveal sensitive military operations. But, you know, the Pentagon obviously very concerned about this and they are saying that they're continuing to look into it, Jake, but clearly uh, a highly concerning leak, uh, it appears to be of sensitive and classified information, Jake. All right, Natasha Bertrand at the Pentagon for us. Thank you so much. Right. All righty. Wow. They actually put out some news. Right. Hmm. Yeah, I know you and I um, fact check just to you, you know you know that's a good way not to have leaked war documents. <laughs> you know, you know how you do that? Uh you're not involved. Right? <laughs> that would be one way that you would never leak documents. So just saying yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Already getting uh, stuff out there in the chat already. Uh, sounds like propaganda released on purpose to help push their risk act possibility. I mean, uh, we know it. Uh, there's there's all sorts of stuff going on. I'm just surprised that even with all the stuttering going on, going into that uh, that clip, they actually put something out. We actually caught it from the other side before CNN did. And uh, they actually uh, threw it out there. And I was kind of amazed at that. Weren't you? 
little yeah, bit. they're they're actually the ones who led with that story. So right, um, right, yeah, uh, kind of interesting. Yeah, all right, okay. Uh, what else you got going? Uh, this is out of Taiwan. So the mil- their military over there has detected over se- uh, seventy one Chinese aircrafts and nine vessels as of Monday morning. 45 of the PLA aircraft had crossed the northern, central, and southern medium lines of the Taiwan Strait and entered their ADIZ, which is their their zone line. Right. So um, there are a mass amount of Chinese aircraft and vessels crossing over into uh, what is sanctioned to be Taiwan waters. Right. Um, I caught some stuff over the weekend. I talked to you about it. Uh, they were interviewing some of the people over there in Taiwan, you know, about what's happening, uh, what's going on, this and that. These these people are kind of scared right now. I mean, uh, it's a little bit freaky what's going on. I don't think they've had uh, – can we think back? Is there any time that they've kind of had this much pressure lately? I mean, just in – It's been there the all last- along. It's been there, but uh, nothing's been acted upon quite as strong as it is right now. We just didn't cover just, it before. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It was okay. probably it was probably worse worse a decade ago. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just we weren't we weren't covering it, but the the reason why is because it's it's uh, how firm America's hand is. Yeah. And un- unfortunately, that's kind of a frail <laughs> at the moment. So that's what makes it more news. It doesn't make it more news that, right. that Taiwan or China's putting pressure on Taiwan. Right. Um, right. It, uh, it what what makes news is our weakness. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, tough Monday. All right. Let's roll with it. What else you got? tough monday yeah. sounds normal to me um yeah, it just so it. <laughs> um there's been a certain person who's been visiting the white house yeah and has been to the white house 11 times this year okay and here let me see if i can find a picture because this will be fun <laughs> Good seeker says Obama. <laughs> uh, actually, it's funny he said that. No, no, oh no! So uh, Dixie are is there here, a fourth? Here's here's a uh, here's the picture I dug up. Um, <laughs> the person pictured below is uh, George Soros's son. He has been so close with the White House as of this year that he is now being considered a de facto ambassador of of I lost you did you go into the matrix Scott okay try again I think I lost him there he's probably going to jump back on here okay so let's see here he's coming oh he's back I'm back you back? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Say again. Sorensen's son. George Soros. 
Oh, George Soros. Okay. Yeah. So, so I I went ahead and posted that in the chat. I don't know if it came through because I didn't get to look by the time. Uh, <laughs> I, I crashed. I cannot here. see it. <laughs> yeah. No, I know you can't see it. Did the no? He's actually on his subsystem. So. <laughs> so so anyway, um, it's there. Susie says. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um, so yeah, so the picture that I that I posted has uh, a picture of him with all of the people that he has been kind of smoozing with this year. Um, he's been with Nancy Pelosi. He's been with Barack Obama. Uh, he's considered a super close friend with Schumer. Okay. Um, but he is so prominent at the White House that. He's referred to as an ambassador. Really? Yeah. And it's, remember, this guy has literally no function in our government. So, right. Right. Um, you know, obviously his father basically supports the entire Democratic Party in the U.S. Right. Um, and he just he's he's pretty famous uh, in circles in New York. Um, OK, he's he's what, a guy like, who's known or something. Yeah, exactly. Actually, like that's yeah. what he's most famous for is that's he's one of these guys that he buys, you know, five hundred to a thousand dollar bottles of of wine or champagne and yeah. bust out. Yeah. That's actually what he's known for. Like that's like that's his what biggest, I kind of figured. Biggest yeah, function was, on earth is yeah. buying expensive alcohol. Yeah. I mean, we used to so, see it in Arizona all the time, right? Hanging out at the clubs. You'd be hanging in there and then all of a sudden someone would walk in and blah 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 who gives a crap about them but all of a sudden they're buying stuff sending rounds around and you know i i think i didn't say he was buying anybody drinks he's buying this crap for himself oh really he wasn't even yeah. spreading the wealth no, no uh seeker wants his name again is uh yeah it's, baby uh, Soros, some uh, baby, <laughs> baby Soros, 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 baby Soros. <laughs> We're gonna do baby shark this morning. Uh, Alexander, Alexander Soros. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's a prolific Democrat, a Democratic fundraiser. That's yeah. That's what he is known for. Now, was um, he born? He, he in likes the to, US, or was he I, still? Is I, he Hungarian? I, 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 I have I have no idea. No idea. Yeah. I just figured he, I'd throw he it. He goes out there. to a lot of state dinners. Um, like when uh, Macron was here, he was at that. He like oh, sat okay. next to the president. Mm. Like oh. he's just he's just like basically like like well we'll get into other people who are are hanging out at the White House lately. But right. uh he's really young. Um He's 37, Alexander, right? 37, 37, yeah. Alexander, Alex. Yeah. 37 years old. Let me see here. I was trying to see, uh, I was just pulling up some info on him. See around, uh, Georgia says, university, university of California, Berkeley, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, all right. Which one? Uh, okay. I mean, there's a huge list of all the people that while he's at the White House. Yeah. That they're visiting him. So he's allowed to use the White House to do visits. 
right? Do business. So He's yeah, do business. So do do his business. There. And when I'm looking at this list of people, um, yeah. Like, so he's had official meetings with, um, uh, here, the, these are just all like white house counsel, deputy national security advisor. Um, he's listed, like I said, as a, as a, a guest of honor at the, uh, uh, South lawn dinner for, uh, Macron, um, mm-hmm. advisor to then chief of Ron Klain, advisor to counsel, deputy national advisor. I mean, he's meeting with prominent people uh you know um ron Klain comes up on this list a lot so he's very very connected to the chief of staff for the white house like half the time that he goes there he's having private meetings with the chief of staff oh It's going to get deeper. A seeker put out there, Alexander Soros. Hmm. We may want to remember that name. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's uh, uh, the shell game. And you said at these dinners, he sits next to our president. Mm. Yeah. Does he lean over and, you know, catch a whiff? I, I just say no. <laughs> I couldn't no. help it. <laughs> no. I, I All righty. What's that? I doubt it. People, he, he likes, like, if you go, like, if you find him on Twitter. Yeah. You, that's all you're going to see is, like, a series of, like, photos of him bragging about who he knows. Oh, God, he's one of them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he, he's he's yeah. really not important. If he was poor, yeah. no one would care. Right. So. Right. Yeah, well. Okay. Well, that's about as exciting as I got, you know. Uh, are you excited? <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, you know, totally. Alex, <laughs> who cares? All right, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. All right, well, what else you got? Speaking of of Macron. Okay. Um. So he was interviewed uh, as he's leaving China yeah, and he made a few statements that people are going, huh? What? Really? Remember we covered him in China. Remember? Yes. He was basically like, Oh, they love us. I go to China and everybody wants to be French like us. Yeah. Well, here, here is his statement as he's leaving. So Europe must reduce its dependence on the United States. Macron says on his final flight back from China, Macron emphasizes his theory of strategic anonymy for, for Europe, presumably led by France to become a third superpower. So let's lay out what this means. Um, okay. President Xi has basically told Macron that if they take less dependency from the United States, they will become more powerful. Really? And basically says your dependency on the United States makes you weak. Yeah. Um, Should have stated that your dependency on anybody makes you weak, but um, this is, uh, this is all following the same trend. 
So we're, we're seeing this all over the world right now. Yeah. Um, basically, here. basically, uh, the United States has essentially lost the Middle East at this point. Yeah. I mean, think of a country that is hand in hand partnership with the United States. that's in the Middle East right now. Mm. Israel. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Kind of lost the other people. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Well, we've got, the, there's, uh, I mean, all, all we can say is we're, we're just sitting here watching stuff go on around us while our white house is doing nothing right now. Well, they're not, they're not doing anything. That's, no, that's kind of yeah. a, the point. club. Welcome. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, I don't know. Oh, I'm not going to start on a Monday rant. Not yet. Yeah. We'll, I, we'll I, will, give it I will have to say that the images today are just <laughs> not working at all. Really? You got garbage on your side? Yeah. We're, they're just, we're being. They're just, oh, there you go. And right. I decided to give you a, give you a picture of every, every like everybody likes to see a picture of Macron. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Emmanuel Jean Michael Frederick Macron. Why the heck do I know that? Is that just, I have no idea. You're into dudes? No, I'm into, maybe I'm into Beef Wellington. I don't know. Maybe it was brought up on a food show the other day. I I think more or less that's probably what it was. (laughs) uh, (laughs) We've got. Uh, this was making the rounds here. So I actually posted this in the chat. Okay. So this is uh, uh, Donald Trump on Easter um, did one of his uh, truth, truth social post. And okay. um, I'm, I'm actually looking kind of, forward to this. <laughs> yeah. So he wrote, he wrote happy Easter to all, including those that dream endlessly of destroying our country because they are incapable of dreaming about anything else. Those that are so incompetent, they don't realize that having a border and powerful wall is a good thing. And having voter ID, all paper ballots and same day voting will quickly end massive voter fraud. And to all of those weak and pathetic rhinos, radical left Democrats, socialist Marxists, and communists who are killing our nation, remember, we will be back. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a, would you call it a statement or a rant? That's his, that's a, that's his well, Easter well, address to, to people, well, I guess. Right, right. I mean, happy Easter. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I, I would just got to roll with it there. I, I saw an article about it and the title of the article says Trump says happy Easter to all. They just, they just did the first part. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> let's just narrow this down a little bit oh my god what's the old club put we all know we're going to see the battle of the russes well breaking news is there will be a battle of the o'connors coming soon to a podcast near you (laughs) oh no (laughs) yeah um we'll just let that one roll (laughs) 
<laughs> all right. Uh, you got quiet there all of a sudden. Yeah, a little bit. That's okay. <laughs> what else you got going there? Let's see. So one of the the things. So what what do we what, what do we lay out last week with Taiwan? We laid out Kevin McCarthy. Right. 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 And then so the, he met the president in California, yeah. and yeah. then he had the Foreign Affairs Committee go over there. Yeah. And meet them there. Then just Monday morning we have the the jets and and sea vessels crossing their line right and now we have senator graham made a statement saying he is open to sending u.s forces to taiwan to defend the island what yes Hmm. i believe that might be so it's kind of weird with the agreement we have with Taiwan. We have an agreement with Taiwan to defend them. I don't think it goes into detail how that is though. Right. Um, and by the way that I remember reading this, this was a do or die kind of thing. Us mm. defending them. Yeah. So, um, so th- this may not be as a shocking statement as one might want to think it is. Let me see. I, I have seen other politicians kind of wave around the agreement, kind of pretend it doesn't exist, and then literally come back in the same, in, the, in like the same statement or the same environment and say exactly the opposite of that. So... Like we would defend you to the death, and then like two days later, they're like, you know, we're we're just partners, and we're gonna. It, I I see. I was looking it up. The treaty went in effect clear back in uh, 1955, right? That they call it the Sino-American Mutual Defense Treaty, right? Is that the that's the Taiwan. There, there's all kinds of there's it's yeah. been advised, like re-advised uh, tons of times. But basically, the idea is, is that the U.S. will defend Taiwan from China. Yeah. And you're, and you're not going to get any more detail on that. Yeah. But people who do like, say, foreign policy will say, yeah, the U.S. is kind of on the hook. Yeah. Okay. It'll be interesting. Uh, nah, I ain't even going to say it. We'll just let it roll. Got the information out there. That's all we need. All right, Scott, what else you got there? So it came out over the weekend. Um, I just thought this was an interesting storyline. Um, the CEI system. Okay. For that at all? Yeah. You know what that is? Um, I'm, I'm trying to remember. So it, it, isn't through, it the, the woke it, scoring system or something like that? We talked about scoring system or something. Isn't that right. what it is? Yeah, it's a, it's um, a, correctly. it's a, it's a group of executives from companies like Nike and Heiser Bush, Kate Spade. Yeah. And they are using their brands and they're sort of scoring each other 
on how woke each other are. Mm. So, um, so th- there, th- that's what this story was about. Um, this, the reason why this is coming out is because of the, uh, Dylan Mulvaney Bud Light can essentially. Like, right. right. Which we so, threw out the other so day. People that are just so upset about, about this. Like, I think it's like funny. It's like, if you're drinking Bud Light, you know, your life is miserable already. <laughs> you, you, you might as well have this like cackling weirdo you on your think- can. <laughs> what? That your life is miserable already if you're drinking Bud Light. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Sorry. You get one for that one, Scott. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> nice one. Go ahead. Keep rolling. <laughs> you just shocked me with that one. They refer to Dylan Mulvaney as the it girl. What? The, this group. Yeah. They call yeah. they called uh, Dylan Mulvaney it girl. Cause yeah. she's, she's it. That's she's it. it. Like she's like the hottest thing in advertisement right now. Everybody wants to have Dylan Mulvaney on their yeah. whatever's. Yeah. So on everyone's whatever. <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> it's uh Let's see. Uh, a seeker, Why? Dylan Mulvaney is uh, uh, is a is a guy that is uh, well. He's he's not a woman. He didn't he didn't turn into a woman. He he identifies and has become a little girl. That's that's what I think some people don't understand. So um, identifies as a little girl, and there's a lot of pictures of him like dressed up as a little girl or pretending to be a child. Yeah. Um, but he's super famous, like white house, like always at the white house, um, has a partnership with the white house. And we're going to get to that and more on that today. Um, okay. But yeah. So, so anyway, the, the CEI is the corporate equality index. Okay. Um, so it is being overseen by the human's right camp campaign, and it is the largest LGBTQ plus political lobbying group in the world. Okay. So, um, this, the human's rights campaign has received millions of dollars from George Soros's open society foundation. Yeah and issues report cards on all of America's biggest corporations. And we'll give you a rating criteria based on how are you doing. And we'll subtract points for you not including things that they want you to include. Hmm. Interesting. Businesses can obtain a maximum score of a hundred points. And they will earn the coveted title best place to work for lgbtq equality 15 of the top 20 fortune ranked companies received 100 percent ratings this last year how many 15 15 out of the 20 15 i don't i don't don't have that i don't have that list here but um 
Yeah. Enough said. We're, 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 we're going we're gonna to move on on this story because this kind of just leads into um, a couple other stories. Actually, let's kind of, uh, on the subject matter of uh, Dylan Mulvaney, right? Yeah. So Biden is starting to work out his campaign. Okay. And his campaign um, is going to be reliant on those who are young. Um, mm. He has he has uh, lost, um, they say, considerable amounts of um, different generations. Uh, yeah. But but those who are twenty nine and younger, right? Though that's his main, that's his big that's his big target right now. Right. So. How is he going to combat that? Well, he has set up a room at the White House. Okay. That will be for uh, his TikTok influencers. What? Yeah. Aren't they fighting this crap? But yeah. Well, 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 so there's a whole list of them. So, okay. uh, Harry Sisson, who's a 20 year old uh, NYU student. um, Yeah. Uh, Boston College professor, uh, Heather Hawks Richardson, all these people, I don't know who they are. She has yeah. a sub stack. Uh, she's also got a huge Twitter following. Vivian Tu, a former trader. Um, all of these people will are 100% will be employed by Joe Biden and they will use their influence to, um, yeah, to, to, get, to get the word out that you sh- if you're, if you're young, you should be voting for Joe Biden. So, and he's going to use is, TikTok to do this, right? Um, yeah. You know, uh, you might know who this is. Uh, I bet some people here that listen to our our show will know who this is. Uh, Daniel Mack. Yes. Um, Daniel Mack is the guy who who goes around and he dips into their car window and goes, "Hey, what do you do for a living?" Right. And that's his whole TikTok channel. Um, the Bidens uh, paid him to do that to Joe Biden. So, <laughs> they paid him to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they flew him to the Detroit Auto Show in September okay. of last year, so Daniel yeah. Mack could lean into a car, uh, an electric car that Joe Biden was sitting in, and say, "Hey, what do you do?" And he said, "Um." I think he said he was uh, Jill's husband. Jeez. I just thought about some. My sister threw something out in the chat. And it's true, right? They shut down TikTok in government buildings. You're not allowed to use it in government that's buildings? Not, yeah, that's not true for the White House. Oh, oh, so they're they on run the channels. Own. They run channels out of the White House. Really? Huh. Yeah. Okay. I just Absolutely. happen to think about that. She's right. Yeah. No, no. What, what, you know, what, what, what's, what's good for the, the goose? Yeah. You know, whatever. Something about a gander. Touch my gander. (laughs) Susie put out there, White House not included. (laughs) So the White House is special. (laughs) Right. right. Finlay. What's up, brother? Welcome. Uh, Yeah. 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 White House not included. So we'll make the rules out there, but you know, uh, we can just run with it. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. 
I don't know. I, I, I was just, I was like, I don't know. What, what, what do you, what, what do you think about our tax dollars going in for this one? I mean, it's just like, <laughs> that's kind of what I'm saying here is right. ha- has nothing to do with like a lot of what, you know, I care less, right? A lot of us right. care less about, you know, that they're doing this. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, we're paying for it. <laughs> we're paying for this crap. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Like this is like, there is a lot of stuff that like, uh, right. I'll throw this out there. Like uh, Rich Doug, welcome. when, when Trump was president, there was yeah. all this stuff in the background that was getting pushed out, like through social media and stuff. Yeah. The one thing you can say is that the majority of it was not coming out of the white house. Yeah. And and a lot of it was probably kind of hurtful the same time. <laughs> like this this could have the same effect though. Um, it could. It is you know, just- I you know, th- these people who are like, you know, watching these TikTok influencers and then all of a sudden like they're like, you know, they're dancing to a song, you know, they're doing the shuffle on TikTok or whatever, or twerking or whatever they do. And <laughs> and then they go Oh, by the way, vote for Joe Biden. Vote for Biden. <laughs> you know, it's just it's like weird. Like that's that's I know, right? I mean, he's going TikTok, right? <laughs> it's a little little odd. Oh, Biden's throwing out there that out there. Doing this TikTok thing, doing the fancy dance and stuff, you know. <laughs> okay, so I, I said I was gonna kind of kind of keep rolling on this. Yeah, um, I'm sure you got more. <laughs> yeah, I I do. I'm gonna send you a clip. Let's let's roll with a clip. All right. I've All got. Right. I've. Let's, let's this this is the response everybody's been waiting for, <laughs> and I don't think people thought it was ever gonna actually happen. Yeah. But let's hear from Alyssa Heinersheld, Bud Light's oh, no. VP of Bud Marketing, Light. explaining the strategy of using inclusive marketing to promote the declining. American beer brand to young people. Oh man, what a bunch of crap. You, All right. Okay, let's so, hear this. so no, I yeah. just gotta state this though before we get into this. Okay. All Bud right. Light is the number two brand in the world. Okay. What is she talking about declining anyway? So I'm just gonna throw that out there. It's the number two okay. brand. And the number one brand, yeah, is snow, which most no one's heard of. Right. Yeah. That's because it is the most sold beer in China. Uh, It's like 1 billion people can't be wrong. You know, you got a bottle of snow and a, and a bowl of rice. So, um, (laughs) and what what was the comment you made earlier about Bud Light? I can't remember now. (laughs) What'd you say? (laughs) Come on, say it. No, I just I don't I don't understand. We're worried about Bud Light cans, and that's like the problem with you have other problems if you're sitting around drinking Bud Light. I'm sorry, you just do. Your life is already hell. So you need that cackling face to be looking at you. Yeah. Maybe wake you up and go find yourself a decent beer to drink. So let's hear, let's hear from Alyssa. 
Scott. <laughs> I love it, man. All right. Uh, Alyssa Heinerscheid. Hi, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Bud Light VP. Let's go ahead and listen to that clip. Here we go. I'm a businesswoman. I had a really clear job to do when yeah. I took over Bud Light. And it was, this brand is in decline. It's been in decline for a really long time. And if we do not attract young drinkers to come and drink this brand, there will be no future for Bud Light. So I had this super clear mandate. It's like, we mm-hmm. need to evolve and elevate this incredibly iconic brand. And my, what I brought to that was a belief in, okay, what is, what, do, what does evolve and elevate mean? It means inclusivity. It means shifting the tone. It means having a campaign that's truly inclusive and feels lighter and brighter and different and appeals to women and to men. Mm-hmm. And representation is at sort of the heart of evolution. You've got to see people who reflect you in the work. And we had this hangover. I mean, Bud Light had been kind of a brand of fratty, kind of out of touch humor. And it was really important <laughs> that we had another approach. So- <laughs> I had a job to do, Scott, you know, because we're all feeling like we got a hangover. I mean, she <laughs> did it. Let, let me drive this business right into the ground. Let me screw it right into the ground. I don't know. I it, Maybe it's just me. I, it, it, I don't know what she's talking about. I have no idea. I have no idea. People What's buy Bud Light it? because there's a ton of it, and it's like right there in the biggest cooler right in the center. That's why people right. buy Bud Light. I hate to say it. That's That's completely true, though. Yeah. You walk into any store and no matter like, you know, whatever, you know, you're stumbling in and all of that, you're just going to yeah. be able to just go right and just grab whatever's in the center and you're going to be able to walk out of the store, come yeah. in 30 packs, <laughs> pallets. <laughs> uh, Rocky put out there, make small breweries great again. Well, you, you know what? You just never know. Um, yeah, I have no idea what, what she was even, uh, second highest selling beer, right? Bud Light, but, uh, they're declining. Yeah. They're not declining. No. Well, they may be now. Um, yeah. It's like the weirdest thing. Like I've got an idea. Yeah. Let's, let's alienate everybody who drinks something and yeah try to market it to people who will never drink it. <laughs> I just don't see that, you know, the, 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 the category of people that she's trying to impress with this. Right. Why would they ever want to drink light beer? Actually, to be even fair, even more, why okay. would they want to drink beer? Right. Like, know. Like, I don't know, do something that, I don't know. It just, you know, beer has its place. I mean, most people who drink beer are, are men. Let's just put it that way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's kind of an older guy thing. I, that's, that's how, that's how I see it. Like even young guys don't necessarily, I mean, they may drink, but they don't become like beer drinkers. Like when you say beer drinker, what comes to your mind? It's like a middle-aged dude. Middle-aged right? dude with a, yeah. 
with a spare I'm not tiger. saying Bud Light drinkers. I'm just saying beer drinkers. Beer drinkers and you already general. get that picture in your head, right? You get that yeah. picture. Yeah. Yeah. So the guy's sitting in the chair on a porch, you know, with the with the spare tire beer gut that sets his can on it. Okay. You know? Well, we, we we need to move on because okay. we've got a huge announcement. Okay. All right. Let's do it. So I'm gonna send you a clip. Oh shit, this just came out. Excuse me. <laughs> what is that? What did you just say? <laughs> I didn't say nothing. So uh, I'll go ahead and set this up. I this got is gonna one. be this is this is gonna be fun. Is it? Okay. Biden right. says at the White House Easter egg roll that he plans to run in the twenty twenty four US election. Okay. I'm gonna well I'll you want me to I'll go ahead and say the quote. Okay. You ready? Do it. Well, I'll either I'll eat I'll either be rolling egg or up being the the goo, you know, the guys who's pushing them out. What the what? All right, let's well, just play the clip. Let's just let, let's just play the clip. I'm sure everyone's just on the edge for this one. And uh, who's he with? Oh my god, Al Roker is who's uh, interviewing him. Here we go. Let's do it. So th this is a fantastic event, one of my favorites of the year. I was just wondering, uh, uh, Mr. President, uh, will you be uh, taking part in the Easter egg rolls uh, after planning on after 2024? Well, I plan on <laughs> at least three or four more Easter egg rolls. At least three or four more? Maybe, maybe, maybe five. Maybe five. <laughs> maybe maybe so, six. So what the hell? Are you, are you saying that, uh, that you would be... Uh, taking part in uh, our upcoming election in 2024. Well, I'll either be so rolling an egg or you know being the, the good, you know the guy who's pushing them out. Come on, help a bro help a brother out. Make no, some news no, for no, me. No. I, well, I, I plan on running out, but we're not prepared to announce it yet. All right. Well, I th so nice. I, I thank you for having well, us good, up here. Good to be here. Thank you, Dr. Yeah, have Biden. Fun. <laughs> there it is. There's the official announcement. <laughs> Tell everybody where you heard it first. Hey, hey, Scott, help a brother wow. out here. <laughs> that was classic. I mean, <laughs> can you help? A we've brother got, out? we've got, we've got breaking news. I'm going to go ahead and just send this directly to you. Um, okay. I, I haven't listened to this yet, but the, this is uh, on the story of the, the leak, the leak documents, the leak Pentagon documents. Go okay. ahead and play this. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, wow. Hot. Like, like this second. Here we go. Again, without confirming the validity of the documents, this is information that has no business in the public domain. It has no business, if you don't mind me saying, uh, on the pages of, uh, of uh, front pages of, of newspapers or on television. It is not intended for public uh, consumption, uh, and it should not be out there. Wow, that was quick. Right. Literally just did it right now. Mm. So I think we uh, should probably take a break here. I got a few more stories to run through that are okay, super lighthearted. Oh, <laughs> 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 yeah, I know that evil, that evil sound here. <laughs> All righty. Well, uh, let's do that. Let's go ahead and take a quick music break here. If you guys, uh, you want to open the lines afterward and do sure, it. Sure, sure. Why not? Okay, we can do that.
we can definitely do that. All right, let's go ahead and uh, go to a quick music break here, along with one commercial, and uh, let's uh, do it to it. Uh, fill your coffee if you need to. Thank you all for uh, joining us here at The Pulse. Uh, make sure you hit those follow buttons if you're new with us today. Uh, give us some likes on the way through. Also, if you want to find out more about us, you can check out our website. You can go to PulseAlaska.com, and there you'll find all sorts of information about the show here, uh, how you can support and that sort of thing. And I uh, uh, just want to throw out another congratulations to our last month's uh, super fan. Our last month's super fan for The Pulse was 86 Bad Love, and we appreciate all the support uh, that you guys do, and including all our fan club out there. All right, with that, let's go ahead and uh, roll into a song here, and uh, we'll be right back. Thank you for joining The Pulse. We were born before the wind Also younger than the sun And the bonnie boat was one As we sail into the mystic Heart now hear the sailors cry Smell the sea and feel the sky Let your soul and spirit fly into the mystic And where that foghorn blows I will be coming home Yeah, when the foghorn blows, I want to hear it. I don't have to fear it, and I want to rock your gypsy soul. Just like way back in the days of old. Yeah, magnificently we will fold into the mystic. You know I will be coming home Yeah, when that foghorn whistle blows I gotta hear it I don't have to fear it And I rock your gypsy soul Just like way back in the day Together we will fold into the mystic. Come on, girl. Mm-hmm. 
This show brought to you by the awesome crew at Nanana Repair, your best friend on the Parks Highway. Now offering AMSOIL products and interstate batteries. Oil changes from $99, full synthetic, up to five quarts. A flat got you down, need to deal with your wheels, Nanana Repairs got you covered. Forging the last frontier, need your vehicle to turn night into day? Moose lights, Nanana Repair has them and installs them. Because in Alaska, if you can't see them, you can't miss them. For vehicle care that's fast and fair, head on down to Nanana Repair. 304 Parks Highway, Nanana, Alaska. Give them a call at 907-832-5800 and tell them your friends at the Pulse sent you. All right, we're back. Welcome back to the Pulse, everyone. Uh, Scott, eh, did you get your coffee or did you leave it at the, I don't know. on the counter? You don't know? Did it's, you leave it on no, the counter it's over, it's over there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Behind me. Yeah. Okay, well, at least it's close. All righty, everyone, welcome back to the show. Uh, Big announcement tonight also. Uh, Check out where two worlds collide tonight. That's right. The Pulse is going to join Russ out at the Outside of Normal show tonight, happening at 6 p.m. tonight, Alaska time, 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, We're going to go and uh, turn some stuff upside down a little bit, I think, Scott. What do you think? What? Yeah. Uh, Eat all. (laughs) whatever whatever (laughs) we're right back to it aren't we (laughs) you're so excited (laughs) scott all right let's go ahead and open the lines up here uh the lines are open here at the pulse as we go through the last few uh bits of news here you're welcome to call in uh okay let's see i got the first one in here uh, let's go. Things are rolling. Do, do, do. I'm trying to get things, getting them fast as I can here. Let's see here. Oh, do, do. Yeah, I missed one. Okay. They're like all popping on top of each other. You're welcome to call in. Come on in and uh, sit with us in the studio here on the panel. And uh, we'll go ahead and uh, do it to it. Let's see here. Well, I got Seeker on the line. Seeker, welcome to the show, brother. How you doing today? Hey guys, uh, I'm kind of glad that you guys didn't have me on earlier because when he was reading those news stories, oh boy. <laughs> uh, personal space, just like. It happens. It happens. <laughs> Let's see here. Let's also uh, get Big Rich Dog in here. The puppy dog's coming to join in. Uh, oh. Rich Dog, what's happening, brother? Uh, Good to er, see you, man. Uh, e, uh, er, uh, I'm going to launch eggs out of my arse, R or E, or I'm going to uh, er, uh, eat <laughs> egg. What the heck? No, no, that's the leader of the free world that's okay you know uh, <laughs> we, we get what we, uh, you get what you vote for i just say it that way <laughs> you get what you vote for bro I'm oh no I, 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 we uh, are neutral here at the pulse i'll just uh, let you know uh, that you, you got what you Probably voted for you, i got PG what you voted for and neutral <laughs> uh, me and seeker Alrighty. did not vote for that okay <laughs> I don't even know if Seeker votes. 
Secret probably anymore. Whenever it's whenever it's election time or election month, Seeker goes into his bunker and just uh, tries to keep his mind on a puzzle or something because he can't handle the pressure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for joining us, Rich Dog. We're gonna go ahead and finish up with some news here, and uh, then we'll get uh, then we'll get into some convo. All righty, Scott, what do you got for us there, brother? So I posted a nice picture of a little FBI icon or graphic down there. Um, so yeah. the FBI uh, FBI documents uh, now associate commonly used internet slang. Like okay. the terms here, here, here they are okay. based and red pill. And they are listed as racially or ethnically motivated, violent extremism. What? Oh, yeah, what yeah. How is that? Russ, welcome to the show. Um, <laughs> I wish I could see that picture. Uh, I, uh, uh, it's just, I, it's just a graphic. It's nothing. Is it? Okay. Doesn't that seem like it would uh, go perfectly with their uh, restrict act? What? Mm. It goes with the Patriot it's, it, Act. It's some nice timing. <laughs> Rocky, welcome to the panel, brother. Um, hey, guys. <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, it could go either way on this. You know, this stuff. I mean, we just talked about the Taiwan Treaty just a little while ago. And you don't even know where that's been going lately. So it just, I don't know. Changes in motions. All right, Scott, what else you got for us there? So I just uh, posted a uh, a headline pick from the New York Times. Okay. I found, I found this article kind of hilarious. So you guys could all see it in the chat. Um, so New York Times did an article uh, entitled In Search of Romance, Try Moving Abroad. Whoa, what? And, what? And, and, and the article details that American women have given up on American men and are now seeking relationships abroad and in record numbers, um, uh, same sex relationships so uh, i i don't know if you know any of these women um they're saying that the dating scene in the united states has become toxic and the now women are looking abroad for you know you know either same sex or or whatever you call not same sex relationships in other countries um the reason why this kind of came out this morning is because New York Times does not state any facts on it. They just printed it. So really? Um yeah. And actually the the funny Scott, thing is the, is you're in the matrix, brother. Where are you at? Me? Okay, go ahead. No, uh Rich Dog went into the Matrix. Um yeah, so actually the the stats on this, the the research on this actually shows that that it's actually the opposite. Um American men um, are trying to seek relationships out of this country, not women at all. So, <laughs> Susie, just put it the, up there. Did they even talk to women, or did they? Is this just they? A, they talk to women in Manhattan, probably. 
Yeah. Now, do they talk to <laughs> real women or fake women? I'm sure they just talked to whoever was, you know, on the hanging street. out, <laughs> hanging yeah, out, well, hanging, yeah, hanging yeah, out so, in the New York Times building in Manhattan. I'm pretty uh, yeah, sure. I'm sure that. some of them were hanging out. <laughs> oh God, seeker. PG you also brother. have to understand. You also have to understand that a lot of guys are neutering themselves, and the women don't want nothing to do with them. Yeah, you know. Yeah, some of their boyfriends might have turned into girlfriends. Whoa! whoa. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Finley, he says, "Are you what? talking about my prime minister again?" <laughs> yeah, I get that, uh, Rich Dog. The point is, you have to talk to women. Um, yeah, I mean, it just uh, wow. I don't know. I don't know. Well, Read well, that headline woman. again. It um, it has a pun in it. In search of romance, try moving abroad. <laughs> and and in the and in the quotes, it was many American women are now seeking relationships abroad, with some citing the toxic dating scene in the United States. So many women are seeking abroad. Yeah, that that's where I was going. They're seeking them. I don't know. I, the I, only problem a, is uh, uh, most women can't afford to fly over today going Europe or anywhere else. I mean, they're, they're in low paying jobs or they're, they're on food stamps or, you know, they're already in committed relationships. They, you know, they don't New York times to doesn't do talk that. to actual Americans. Uh, though, of course so. they don't. Of course they don't. <laughs> <laughs> All the rich women nah. move over to Europe so we can steal they, your they, money. They, when they, you they, they could have said, according to the three trust fund ladies who work in our office. <laughs> now, I think, I think their, uh, their poll selection is more than likely limited to Manhattan. Yeah. I, I probably imagine. Probably Fifth Avenue, Manhattan. Yeah. Uh, well, another great story from the the We're talking the man later Adele listening stinking uh liberal hacks at the Yeah. At that paper. That's what you're talking about. Rich ones. Yeah. So what I posted else you got, a, a, another picture of of uh a, a woman. Um I posted a picture of Stormy <laughs> Daniels in, in the chat. Did you now? <laughs> I did. Because I've got I've got breaking news from Stormy Daniels. Oh um, okay. Stormy Daniels uh tried to summon spirits with magical cards during an interview. <laughs> what? And says one of her cards drawn means that there will be riot or civil war coming. Um in this interview was actually interesting. I went back and I like read through it to see what else that she, she was saying. She actually yeah. said some interesting things. She said that she was really happy about Trump being indicted, but then, then countered that with that. I don't think anyone should serve or go to jail for that type of crime. What? What? It wasn't yeah. a crime. If it was a crime, all Congress and Senate would be in prison right now. Well, I mean, so wait a minute. Let's let's let, let's get back to the 
the story about the highly paid hooker conversing with demons. Right. Highly paid. With, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, can you imagine if you second. go like, yeah, I, I got one thing to say about that. You got to remember now that woman is a half a billion dollars or half a million dollars in debt right now. She can't go nowhere. So she's playing the day gone field. She's well, playing with that, the, with the TV reporters and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's waiting to get her next book out. You know what I mean? Another. Uh, she's the uh, next Cleo. Is this a, another day gone entertainer trying to, and it's an entertainment. Prostitution is considered entertainment. She's just another entertainer trying to voice her opinion that means absolutely nothing. She uh, made a deal I, I, with uh, Piers Morgan to uh, be interviewed by him, and yeah. she she canceled that. Um, so it it seems to me so the person who did do the interview, yeah, uh, what was her name? Um, she uh, Olivia Newsy. Um, she is, uh, from the New York magazine. Mm. So, okay. um, ba basically like not a very, uh, you know, it's not, this magazine, is not like breaking, this is, yes, yeah, <laughs> is not breaking journalism at all. Uh, basically, but, um, no. there's like, there's all kinds of weird stuff in this, in this thing. So she was reading cards from an Oracle deck. From a um, yeah, yeah, tarot. And, she was doing yeah. tarot, yeah, which is, yeah, uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> so she's trying, uh, like, so here, here, here's a, here's a, a, a section from this interview. So she raised her hands and pressed the empty space between her palms. She spoke okay. quietly. <laughs> what can you tell Olivia about Donald Trump? She waited for a moment. Nothing. And then she says, what the fuck? I'm not even no. Yeah, that's what she said. That's weird. <sighs> We're having trouble connecting yeah, to the realms of the Trump spirit. Is working with the motherfuckers. But then Stormy eventually found her way into the spirit world. With oh. The power of the connection bringing both the reporter and Daniels herself to tears. Oh my god. She shuffled yeah, the, the deck again. Thomas is coming out in Stormy Daniels. The Stormy right. Daniels Friends yeah. Network. Is, uh, you have to remember she's you have to remember she's a before. participant in the Otis uh, in the Otis trade in the world doing the Otis uh future telling in the world. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she has no credibility. Yeah. yeah. So so between her palms, the force field of energy swelled. <laughs> she dealt the cards as if by magic, the room shifted. The ears began to ring. Tension spread across my forehead. My eyes filled with tears. I looked across the table and met the dealer's gaze. She was crying too. This is, this is a real interview. Hey, wow. you just said something that gives her immense credibility. I mean... She's really, really like used to things swelling in her hands. Look, oh God. Hey, look, Dude, that was hey, like I said, fair, she was uh, in the oldest profession in the world. She knows how to describe yeah. Let's uh, no, welcome well, Russell to the panel from outside of Norma as well as uh, Russ Finley. Uh, hey, go to, ahead, to, Russ. What you got? Yeah, to be fair, that's not the oldest profession in the world. If it was, nobody would have been able to pay for it. 
But uh, so you know, strange. I just thought I'd point that out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody had to be working to pay for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, there you go. Kind of makes sense. I'll give you five Back then it was all barter, man. Back then they barter. used to barter. For... Yeah, I'll give you three yeah, sheep yeah. for twenty minutes. It only takes well, somebody ten. Had, somebody oh, had had sheep. Sheep. Rocky. I had to be tending to the sheep. <laughs> I knew three this. sheep. Damn, that must have been some really good. That's still out commodity. Mean, three sheep. <laughs> Finley, wow, they're out there with the sheep. They didn't need the they didn't need the oldest profession in the world to help them out. They already had the sheep. Jeez, oh, where is oh. this going? Velcro gloves. <laughs> oh. Velcro gloves. Oh god, fuzzy carnets. Anyway, it is. It is. It is a I'm talking about shearing the sheep and you know making some coats and stuff. You know. No, God. I don't know where your mind was at. I don't know where your mind was at. Susie's, you even got our exec producer into it. She's in the chat just letting out right now, letting it loose. You guys are killing me. One of the the other things that came out of the interview, uh, she now states that while she was there at the Beverly Hills Hotel with Trump, where this alleged you know, interaction happened, right? Yeah. Um, she said that Hillary Clinton called Donald Trump and started talking about her ambitions of Hillary becoming president. And while Donald Trump was on the phone with Hillary Clinton, he he proclaimed out into the room how much he loved Hillary Clinton. That I believe. I, I kind of do too. Yeah, I, I yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in an odd sense, <laughs> I don't yeah. think so, guys. I, I think he loves the fact that she wants to run for president and he'll beat her again. I mean, the, no, the woman no, because this is well, this is well before, and Donald Trump gave gave Hillary Clinton probably uh, as starting her presidential run. He he donated to it. Yes, that's he a did. fact. That is fact. Yeah, he used to be friends with Clinton's long before he ran for president. Yeah. He used to give people money all the time in the Democrat Party, and they were telling him his their secrets. Yeah, I'm gonna give you t- mm. uh, fifty thousand dollars. What you gonna do with it? No, oh, we're gonna do this and that. And they told him their secrets. That's why they hated him when he came down the escalator. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he gave money to both. To damn story. He gave he money to both sides. Republicans and yeah, that's what yeah. it's all theater. They're, they're, they're best friends. They're they all care about it. politics. It's all <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all politics. I mean, he did. He he gave money to both parties. I mean, that's it. It was just it, like Scott said. It was fact. I mean, all right. You got any other news stories you want to throw out there, Scott? No, that that's that's it. Really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me check the ticker here one more time. Someone just, uh, of course, I get stuff on the side here. <sighs> it's just one of them days. It feels like a Monday, doesn't it? Um, yeah, because it kind of is. Yeah, it is. It, it, definitely. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Everything else is garbage out there for news wise. 
stuff that uh, I was sent over to earlier. Yeah. I mean, we got a lot of stuff in the works right now, but nothing that's uh, confirmed. Like I said, we don't throw anything out there unless it's confirmed. Everything else is just hearsay. That's why it kind of surprised me that CNN jumped on that one and uh, without playing with it for a while. Right. You know? Right, because it, it didn't seem like the 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 White House or the Pentagon was, like, uh, synced when they did that report. Right, which, right. Light, bright, welcome. Which is a little odd, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a bunch of people from the Pentagon going, whoa, 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 like, stop yeah. with your reporting. Which, which I, 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 you know, every once in a while, like I said, you know, you know, a broken clock is right mm. twice a day. So there's, there's that. Well, it's going to be interesting where these where these uh, like we talked about before um, on those leaked documents that are all over the net right now. Of course, they jumped right on it. You know, uh, has no business on the front pages. You know, newspapers are on television as he's slapping the podium, you know. I don't know. Oh, oh, by the way, um, that that reminds me. Um the the story about uh, when they when they try to say that Russia um, forged the numbers to make yeah. it look like Russia had a you know a lot less numbers. Yeah. Um, I have seen a lot of interviews from people in Ukraine and in Russia, and they say that no, those those numbers are accurate. Um, yeah, Russia does take losses. Obviously, it's a war, but Ukraine is being fucking decimated. Yeah. Wow. And there Some is of the no, there is no manipulation. There is no manipulation of numbers. It's like those numbers are actually accurate. Yeah. There's pictures out there, too, of people who fly in drones over some of these areas that's been hit. And Ukraine was that literally blowing up cities and blaming it on Dagon Russia all the time because they don't want the Russian citizens who've been living there all their lives to be around. And now they say, you're going to have to send your people into our war because we're running out of people. I mean, good grief. Yeah, because I mean, I think one thing that, I think one thing that people forget is the whole reason why this started is because the part of Ukraine that has been, um, basically, uh, enveloped into Russia is populated by mostly Russians and that the whole reason why it started was because they didn't want to lose that territory. And so they bomb these people and then blame Russia for it, but it's actually Ukraine doing it. And why would Russia bomb their own people? It doesn't make any sense. Well, there's I a lot it. of things going on that we don't hear about, man. There is, there is. Bella, welcome to the show. Now, there, there is. There's a lot of things that we don't hear of, but you got to remember that half this, you know, how much, how much truth is to it, though. You know, we I'm know how media is propaganda. We, yeah, it is. It's propaganda any way you look at it. Until you're standing in the middle of it, you're not going to know the whole truth. You're really not. You're yeah. not going to know if we're relying on videos and and uh, you know news crews that uh, 
or or should I say media crews that are putting this stuff out there, how much of it is, is believable? I mean, just look at the garbage that's come out the, just the last five years. There's nothing out there that is believable, you know, that, that mainstream also, media puts out there, you know? You also look at the oh, fact that oh, we've had a lot of political people here from the United States going out there into a war zone and nothing's going on. You don't hear nothing. And people are walking around in the cities and stuff. It's like, how much of this crap has been CGI'd? And are they even in country? Maybe they're in Poland or they're in Bulgaria. Who the hell knows? You don't know. They're not going to let you know. It's all going to be considered. It's all going to be considered national secret or security uh, secrets. And that's that's why why I'm putting that out there, Rocky, is what you see that we get piped in over here. We never know what we're getting. We don't. None of it's confirmed. You know? No. I mean, we got we got friends. I'm I'm telling you from experience, we got friends that have that have come out of Ukraine that as soon as they boarded their laptops, their phones, everything was wiped in factory reset before they even leave there. Okay, so you're getting to see what they want you to see at times. I'll tell you, that's true, and that is fact that I know. They they have killed journalists over there that were putting out information, too. Yeah. They were getting it subjugated out of the country, and those people were targeted. Yeah. See, there, even Susie had had a friend that was over there, right? And every bit of his equipment, because he was, uh, it was either wiped or confiscated coming out of it and this was recent this was recent and i know of a few others that came from over there that happened the same way because it's all just set to what they want you to see they have to destroy america so that the rest of the world soon falls yeah because there's no hope left in the world once america falls nowhere to go I think they kind of already mean, found where to, they're going to go. You, you, go ahead. Scott. Well, no, the thing of it is, is once America falls, everybody loses hope because America is the last banyan of freedom for most people. No, no, they, they, they don't lose hope. They're, they're perfectly fine without us. It's already been proven. <laughs> Look yeah. what's going on in the Middle East. It's been proven. I mean, they don't need us. Demonstrations that, that we won't even do it right there. Go ahead, Scott. Uh, yeah, look, look at the BRICS agreement. Problem. Do, do, do any of the those countries need us at all? Do do we give them any hope? Do we give no. them any satisfaction? We're 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 like a, a a t-shirt from an amusement park. No one cares. America's already in the. Yeah, show. I think it. I think it's, right it's, it's not, it's there you go. That, uh, Hang on. I go ahead. I don't think it's um, America gives the other countries hope. I think what it is is that in terms of initiating the new system america and you could probably group up western europe with that um is the last speed bump is the last barricade is is it's the last hurdle that they need to break down before they can initiate their new system yeah and that's why everything is collapsing on purpose well i think a lot of people in this country think that they're going to be part of that system and the reality is is they're not 
we're not going to be part yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, there's there's plenty of people, especially in D.C., that are actively collapsing it from the inside out because they think that they're going to be taken care of. But then once it actually is initiated and their purpose is resolved, their use is used up, yep. they'll just be taken out. Yep. That's the way communism is. That's the way Mao did it. Kill the teachers that don't go with the agenda. Kill the politicians that don't go with the agenda. Kill the doctors and lawyers and all the people who who don't have the same principles that they want everybody to have, and they annihilated 600 million. Well, this has more to do with uh, our financial security. Our financial security. A lot of people discount the fact that we own China's economy. No, we don't. They own our economy. No, they own 13% of our national debt, and that's it. 13%. Yeah, they own, they, we own all their they own Stop buying Chinese products. One at a time, time, guys. One at a time. Russell, go you know, ahead. If they own 13% of our national debt, which is non-existent anyway. It's just a number that politicians use in order to get votes. Like Our, our national debt could be wiped out tomorrow if we said we didn't have any. That's, it's a non-existent number. But regardless of that, we own the Chinese economy. As soon as we stop buying Chinese products, their whole economy crashes. It crashes. Yeah, so. and that's that's exactly why they are uh, maneuvering with this whole BRICS shit and also buying up tons and tons of gold. They're dumping everything that they have a connection to with but America. We stopped using gold as a currency back in the 1880s and actually made the it The rest official. of the world. No, it was 1970s. No. Nah. If you look back at the 1880s, dude, our gold, our gold uh, uh, gross domestic product was totally, uh, and it didn't ratio out at all. Scott, started it, didn't. it didn't because we were under the Rothschild banking. They they surrendered the gold over to the Dagon Rothschild banking. Okay. They allow us to store gold here because they need somewhere to store all the hundreds and thousands of tons of gold all around the world. That's what the damn federal banks are for. Now, you have to understand something. China has stripped us of our manufacturing. We don't have steel plants like we used to because they said, oh, you can't do that no more. You're polluting the ground. We're going to have to send it overseas to have it done for cheap labor. You act like the population here still doesn't exist to build steel, and we still have all the raw materials here to do so ourselves. Yeah, but we it don't takes do a it. long time to build that. We back don't up. do it. No, dude, it really don't. We we are lazy, so that we let other people do it. But that's only because of our ability to be lazy. If that if that ability went away, the American people would work, and there'd be our ability to be lazy is batteries. our ability to be lazy has been put onto us by the government teaching it. Okay, the government owns our education system. They tell kids, oh, you need to go to to college to be a computer programmer. Don't worry about working roofs or anything, you know. And they bring in people from other countries to come in and do the manual labor here in the United States. But they still have the main people in control of it. I mean, I had a a house, had my house re-roofed a while back, uh, talking with an American company, and I had... 10 damn Mexicans on the roof and only one person spoke English. 
Nothing wrong with that, though. Because nobody does it anymore. Because they've been said, oh, you don't need to get your hands dirty or sweat. Yeah, but no, I, 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 may I argue that instead of the government forcing laziness on us, it's just been the natural progression of technology that has put laziness That's on us. That's part of it. It's both. That's a good point. Scott, I know you had some yeah. comments. Uh, I'd like to hear your thoughts. No, it's like the thing about like China. China's been buying gold for two decades now. So they, they have over $3 trillion in gold. That's the actual number. Uh, the next closest to them is Japan, who has over a trillion. Everybody else is under. Um, the United States ranks very low. We have about $100 billion in gold. So, um, but once we decide that Ind Indonesia has more gold, right? right? Uh, one, Thailand one, has more gold. Mexico has more gold. Right. Singapore has more That's gold. Gold's gold's not um, not it's not as important to our economy as whatever he wants it to be. Our yeah, economy it's a, it's, and once it goes based digital, on a credit system, value. right? Right, yeah. but everything everything's yeah. always been uh, on the base level of a uh, on the base level don't, of a the only reason system, gold, gold hang, on, is the hang on one at a time one at a time the only reason the only reason gold is valuable is all is because somebody said it was like it's just a rock it's just a mineral you know what I mean we only make it valuable because we say it is once we say it's not valuable anymore and that the only thing that is valuable is the credit that you get through a digital system. That's the only thing that's going to be worth anything. And then having a trillion pounds of gold is going to be nice for jewelry, but it ain't going to do nothing for your economy. Well, then why are all these countries buying up tons of gold? Because they're hoping because to live off of it. Right. Uh, gold is, is still used as the reserve for foreign exchange. That's yeah, its primary that's goal. Absolutely. So It's because they can tax it. And they can't tax a barter system like we used to have all over the United States at one time because currency was hard to find. And some states made their own currencies and interchanged with each other. But something you also have to remember is the United States has a lot of Dagon resources in gold. The only problem is it won't let you mine it without spending a shit ton of money trying to reclamate the land and get out of the, the guise of the... the uh, uh, EPA over you're spoiling the land and then you have states that say oh you can't dig here because we're going to put a subdivision in here or we're going to open this up to building and that's what screws it up it's like our oil we never needed to get oil from the Middle East but the Rockefellers were the ones in charge of the oil and they made the profit because well, the oil trade was one of the largest money laundering operations in existence with I the, can tell with you the, this. With the um, oil situation, it it only it makes sense to use everyone else's oil and keep your own, because once you once you use everyone else's, you're the only one who has any left. And if you have the ability to use everyone else's, <laughs> it may not seem like the good thing to do, but it's the smartest thing to do. Yeah, the corporation we've, though. We've sold off. We've sold off all of our oil. Our national reserves are down to zero. No, we didn't. And that's a negative, no, dude. That's, just, that's crap. They're, just, they're, they're trying to open back. two new rigs up in Alaska right now. Yeah, those well, yeah, for the actual drilling of it, but our actual na national reserves are down to zero. We give it all to Ukraine. No, our natural reserves are still in the ground. We have people here waiting no, 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 to go not back natural, to work. National, drilling. national, not natural, national. You're talking about strategic <laughs> reserve. 
Yes. Strategic reserve can be filled back up. All they got to do is say, okay, go back to work. But you have to remember, Rockefeller owns the oil industry. No matter what company it is here in the United States, they claim the oil reserves in the ground for the future because they had a monopoly on it at the time. If you can't, if you drill a, a, a damn well, it goes to a Rockefeller subsidiary to get to. And those companies mm. who are doing the drilling only getting a fraction of what they're going to. I don't know to about get that. If they tore them down. Well, you know how old they up. are? You, you know how old the, the reserves are? Go ahead, Scott. When do we start the reserves? No, I'm talking about the reserves in the ground. I'm not talking about the National Strategic yeah, Reserve. We started in the 20s. Yeah, but it, no, no. It was actually started by Ronald Reagan. Yep. No, it was started a long time ago when, when they started pumping it back into the ground in Texas by a couple of the refineries because they needed it for the war efforts. Look up the blast in Houston. And it's and it's the and it is to, to give seekers them. note, it's the lowest it's ever been since it was created. Yeah. Yeah. It was created by Ronald. We're pumping sewage back into the Dagon oil reserve wells that they've been using for who knows how long. They do that all over the place. They pump sewage in it to get it out, then they pump take it and they pump the sewage out and put oil back into it all these all these oil fields in the united states are interconnected by piping and there's reserves all over the place not just but in one spot you, but there are several places why would you pump all that stuff into the oil wells when all you have to do if it's <laughs> empty all you have to do is just leave it for about 10 years and it fills back up because greed it's all about greed that's all it's about is greed, money, power, and control. And that's what Rockefeller had. He was one of the richest people in the world at one time. Okay. Now, what they do is they pump in the sewage to get the last bit out because what? Oil floats on water. So they're able to drain them better, especially the reserves where they do it. They did it in the 70s. They did it in the 90s. Well, but wouldn't it be more cost effective just to go to another spot and let that spot fill back up? <laughs> Not when the government has to be told by the Rockefellers where to drill and when to drill. I, okay? I that's what it's all find about. That hard to believe, Rockefeller. Well, the thing about the Rockefellers, well, do your research. I, I, I believe me, I have here in a while. They, they, fit, the I Rockefellers, have, like once, <laughs> I don't know, once the 80s hit. Independent oil companies were able to take contracts throughout Texas, Florida, and the uh, Gulf Coast there. Yep. So I don't know how much the Rockefellers actually control those independent oil wells. And then you have a lot of British petroleum that's up through there, too, that has nothing to do with anything that of American companies. British petroleum does it for Britain offshore and in a few places in the United States. Okay. A lot of countries come here to, to contract oil through subsidiary companies. I got friends in the oil industry, and they tell me a lot of things that we don't get to hear about. And these guys are well drillers. They're executives. I've known them for several years. 
like 20 years. I worked for one of them one time. And some yeah. of the stuff that you get out of these, you, you find out that the Anwar is full of oil. It's one of the largest in the world. And they shut it down. Why? Because they wanted to raise the money up and then push people to say, well, I can't afford gas. I'm going to have to buy an electric car. It's a push the damn agenda. That's all it's about. Yeah. All this crap is about pushing the agenda. All the oil waste goes into the medical and food industry and the material industries. Scott, you got any comments? Hello? I think he popped up. Oh, there he is. He's back. I'm I'm here. He's at uh, um yeah. No, it's just it's it's the the balancing game is a concern. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. So we shouldn't we shouldn't have our reserves so low and be begging for handouts to import oil from other countries at the same time. It's yeah. It's just bad bad business for the country. To be fair, it is, and that's that is what's. That it is. Um, we've talked about you, Scott. You and I have talked about the oil that comes out of Alaska. We've we've done it. Uh, you know, I mean, people don't even know that we have six refineries here in Alaska. I, I mean, did. I did. I'm just. I'm just I did that. No, I I don't doubt it because I know you do research for us. Every time I, I say something, you kind of fact check it and you'll come back to me later and go, man, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I got four you know. refineries not too far from me. Texaco, not Texaco, Cinex, uh, Chevron, and Exxon. And Chevron, or Cinex also has a diesel plant over there. And you can find them on Google. You, you can Google them in the Billings, Montana. You'll see that they're not small, small refineries. They're pretty daggone big. Yeah. And they pump it in from the fields just north of us, about 200 miles where they had their big rock a while back. And everybody was drilling. And all of a sudden, some of my friends who worked up there, who traveled up there to work, came back and said, yeah, we got shut down. So what do you mean? He said, well, you know, my job was to keep the jack pumps operating. They told me they're shutting them down. Yeah. There is no shortage of oil. They, they, they manufacture the shortage for fear porn. And just well, like the Am I wrong in the information that a lot of these ranchers down in Texas that have like these 80,000 to 120,000 plus acre ranches out there, that uh, the reason they're not the reason they never lost those acreages is because they claim their own oil rights back in the, like the early twenties. They still paid the government a subsidy for being able to drill it out of the ground for the mineral rights, just is like they do the gas right? fields right outside of town. They, own, they, they own their own mineral rights, right? Is that yeah. what it is? They own the yeah. mineral rights, but they're going to get taxed like crazy per liter or gallon or barrel however they just determine it there's people in 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 my old home state of indiana and people down in kentucky and virginia they got oil wells in their damn yards they say yeah I'm put an oil well right here and they're making buku bucks they were getting oil pumped out of the ground right there on their property but they still had to pay a, a large tax because it wasn't a 
uh, personal work tax. It was a mineral tax. And they, they do that. The government oh, does taxes. that to keep the money rolling. And to get the permit, you got to go through the government who has to go through the Rockefellers to say, what about here? Yeah, go ahead and let them have one here. Or no, don't let them have it there because of this. Just like coal. We got shit, we 500 have, years have, of coal here in Montana. But they won't yeah. let them dig it. I got to say something about the whole oil industry. Okay. We have plenty of oil to support ourselves here. Plenty. People may not think that, but we do. Okay. Just in Alaska alone. Okay. The average produced out of Alaska, even in the slow times, is 448,000 barrels of oil per day. Holy shit. Okay. Now, let me tell you this. Let me, let me throw this at you. Guess how many of those are used by the American people? Uh, 2%. 159,000 barrels out of that 448. Yeah. Okay. That is fact. Of it, basically. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a so, big, almost a zero. A big goose egg, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's all about power, money, so that's control. number for 2022. So anytime anyone says, you know, we're running out of oil, it's crap. It's yeah. crap. I'll just say it. Well, yeah, the, also, the other thing is, is that um, when they say that we're running out of oil, it's complete fucking bullshit because there have been so, so, so many times to where they will empty out a oil well and then they will fucking plug it up. Watch the F bomb secret. They, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah they, will, they will like, they will plug it up. Down. Yeah. They will <laughs> plug it up and then go someplace else. And then for some reason they come back and it's completely full. Yeah. It's a renewable resource. Yeah. People think it's a fossil fuel. And in 1922, Rockefeller went to Switzerland where a oh, bunch of people like were Rockefeller, don't together. You, <laughs> yeah. I, I've done 45 years of research on all this crap. I've yeah. watched it. But Rockefeller well, you know, in 1922 went to Switzerland and declared that oil was a fossil fuel so he could mine it without any impunities. He has had no impunity. He's the one who helped them form the countries in the Middle East. There used to be one big one. It was called the Ottoman Empire. They broke it up and everybody got a little chunk of ground. We're told to start drilling. And that's how long they've been drilling. Yeah. I mean, it's all a bunch of crap. These, these, everything we learned about the oil industry through school has been a lie. It's not a fossil fuel. It's a renewable resource, just like water. He said, we're running out of water. No, we're not. Just quit yeah, messing with the day gone uh, atmosphere and the water will renew out. itself. <laughs> there, there's, one, there's one thing that, one saying that I've heard about oil, and I'm, I'm tending to agree with it, in that... Someone once said that oil is the blood of the earth. 
Yeah. And that it, it doesn't run out. It doesn't come from dinosaurs. It's yeah. it's the blood of the earth. Well, what came from dinosaurs was coal. Yeah. Okay, coal is hard carbon. Oil is liquid carbon and a bunch of other chemicals and stuff because it hadn't broken down and turned to, to rock. Okay. And it, when it's being even more purified, coal can be turned into diamonds. So that tells you why they have a two mile day gone uh, mine in Africa, mining out diamonds. Okay. You have to dig deep for them. And sometimes you're right up in the top. And a lot of people don't understand what geology is. Yeah. You know, it's, no, it's like that. you, you're, you're blown into it, you know? Yeah. And all right. All, these, uh, all this I stuff that we have is, rocking, is manifested. We're running out of time here and I ain't going to time out. Oh, actually, I'm not going to time out, but I still got to time out because I got another thing to do after this show here. All righty. Uh, what a great show. It's been a great show. We've got a great panel up here. Uh, we got Russell with Outside of Normal. We got Mr. Finley up here from good old New Zealand. We got uh, Rocky up here. We also got Big Rich Dog. We got Seeker. And, of course, uh, my uh, co-host and uh, trusty guy who is part of the the uh, managerial staff here at the at the pulse as well. <laughs> All righty, let's get some final words for the day here. Uh, let's uh, let's start with you, uh, Russell. Give us some final words for the day. Check out the pulse tonight on outside of normal at 10 p.m. Eastern. It's gonna be a great absolutely. Day. Oh yeah, Finley, give me some final words for tonight. Um, always look after your friends and check on them regularly. Especially in this day and age when you can just be a text message away. Pick on each other regularly and look after you. Thank you, Finley. Rocky, give me some final words for the day here. Now, to find the truth, you have to do your own research. You have to deep dive. But you also have to be a little bit friendly when you're doing it, so don't make too many enemies. Try to be, treat everybody as they're supposed to be treated. Yeah, there you go. Rich Dog, you got some final words for us for today? Look, I don't care if you're huffing oil or you're hucking oil or you're shooting hard-boiled eggs out of your... Well, we'll just go there. Uh, you know what? Just, just be careful when you're out there doing your thing and don't do stupid stuff. You know what I mean? Just don't do stupid stuff. And and, and we got to kill the Rockefellers. I'm sorry. That's, I, that's what I'm getting out of the show. <laughs> All right, Rich Dog. Thank you, sir. Seeker, give me some final words for the day here. Uh, yeah. Um, just because you're you're taught something in school, or you learn something from a textbook, or you hear something from an expert on some news channel, look into it yourself because they're not always right. There you go. There you go. That's why we're so careful about what we put out up here. Uh, there's the, you guys can hear news stories all you want, but uh, we do nail them down pretty hard here. And uh, I appreciate you guys joining me here. Uh, Scott, give me some final words for the day here. Uh, Orville uh, Rockefeller was the popcorn guy. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's Redenbacher. <laughs> oh, oh, whatever. Same thing. Scott. <laughs> Final words. <laughs> I heard here is mayor. Of thank thank you, everyone, for joining. <laughs> yeah. You heard yeah. he was married? Yeah. <laughs> mayor, man. Mayor. They called him the colonel. Mayor, man. They already made a good dinner. I know I got to the KFC. Yeah, KFC, the, the chicken guy. <laughs> Welcome to the show. All righty, I'm going to go ahead and give some final words for today. You know what, people? Never stop learning because life never stops teaching. I want you guys to think about that. Keep learning out there. Keep finding the truth for yourselves, you know? Um, you know, whatever you do, good or bad, people will always have something negative to say about you and your life. And that's just life in general. Get out there. Do some good. You know, show a little love out there. All righty. I'm going to wind this thing down here. Let's do it. All right. First of all, I want to thank you all for joining us here at The Pulse. Headline News Edition. Today is Monday, April 10th. Yeah, it's April 10th. Got some good stuff to talk about. First of all, check out... The outside of normal tonight, because that's right. Two worlds are going to collide. The Pulse, me and Scott, and Russ and his crew. Outside of normal, 6 p.m. Alaska time, 10 p.m. Pacific. Let's get ready to rumble. That's right. Okay, also check out the Old Man's Podcast, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Alaska time, 7 a.m. Pacific fun time get your morning kicked off out also we got the wkop the wrong kind of podcast out there with yancey megan and justin we got the shelby right back show out there we got the witching hour with mr russ finley who's with us here today on the panel also you got the dynamic duo russ and yancey doing their show out there check that out also got the shep shack we got the Amber Bay show out there. They want to check that one out, especially once it gets uploaded. Well, someone may surprise you who's on that panel. <laughs> also, check out Handy J's show, the TRL show. She's putting some shows out there as well. Always, you want to find out more about the Laguna Knot Media, check out Outside of Normal's media company. Well, a whole bunch of shows posted out there. LagunaNotMedia.com. Also, uh, we'll be back tomorrow, uh, whether it be a headline news show or a ch pulse chilling show. You'll see, I will go ahead and get it out there and get it scheduled. Also, uh, look out Wednesday night. Wednesday night is our variety show at the pulse, 6 p.m. Alaska time, 10 p.m. Eastern out there. We'll be doing it to it as well. I got uh, one more song for you guys on the way out. Once again, I want to thank my panel here. We got Russell with Outside of Normal, Mr. Finlay, Russ Finlay, Rocky Raccoon. We also got Big Rich Dog, my little puppy dog, <laughs> Seeker, and, of course, uh, my co-host, Scott. With that, I'm going to go ahead and say it. This is Denali Burrow Brett along with Tucson Scott. We're going to sign off. Like I said, I got one more tune for you on the way out, and we will see you all out on Podbean. Thank you all for supporting us here at The Pulse. Ciao!
Clear Sky Lodge. This show brought to you in part by the great people at Clear Sky Lodge, where the steaks are the best in Alaska. Don't forget Wednesday food specials and pool tournaments on Friday nights at 7.30. Clear Sky Lodge, located at milepost 280 Parks Highway, Anderson, Alaska. Open seven days a week, 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. Give them a call at 907-582-2251. Tell them your friends at The Pulse sent you. That's all, folks.